all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 17th of September. Saudi Arabia said Iranian weapons were used in the attack on one of its key oil installations but stopped short of directly blaming the Islamic Republic for the strikes. The drone attacks caused a huge disruption in global oil production and caused prices to spike more than ever before. Ongoing investigations of debris and wreckage at the giant Upcake crude processing facility show it belongs to the Iranian regime, according to Turki al-Maliki, a spokesman for the Saudi-led coalition in Yemen. Meanwhile, Saudi Aramco has assured the Indian government, particularly the oil ministry, that the attack won't disrupt oil supply to India. As of this morning, Brent crude was trading at $68.3 to the barrel, whereas on Friday it was trading at close to $60 to the barrel. The rupee yesterday snapped a seven-day gaining streak against the US dollar as India's economy was seen bearing the brunt of higher oil prices. The rupee ended at 71.6, falling 67 paise during the session. And speaking about the economy, there are more signs of a demand slowdown. Though wholesale inflation remained unchanged in August, the fine print showed no increase in prices of manufactured products for the first time in over three years. Inflation measured by the Wholesale Price Index remained unchanged at 1.08% in August compared with the preceding month. Shaktikanta Das, the governor of the Reserve Bank of India, has said that India's GDP growth rate slowing to a six-year low of 5% in the first quarter of the current financial year was a surprise, according to a PTI report. He said that the government's measures to spur the Indian economy will show results soon. Air India Assets Holding, which is a special purpose vehicle of the national carrier, saw its 7,000 crore rupee bond issue oversubscribed by nearly three times. The bond will bear a coupon of 6.99%, which is around 86 basis points higher than the three-year government bond yield. The issue was structured as a Government of India serviced bond, which essentially means that the government is responsible for the coupon payments through an escrow mechanism. Hero Motocorp has said that it has commenced a voluntary retirement scheme for its employees with an objective to improve productivity and efficiency. The scheme, which will be valid till the 28th of September, is applicable for employees who age 40 years and above and who have completed a minimum of five years of continuous service at the company. This is another sign of the slowdown in the auto sector here in India. State Bank of India Chairman Rajneesh Kumar has criticised what he called a selfish private sector bank for issues at Altico Capital India as its unilateral move to secure its own money can potentially cause troubles to the wider financial system. On Friday, a day after Altico Capital defaulted on payments to Dubai-based Mushrek Bank, HDFC Bank netted off the 220 crore rupees held by Altico Capital in the bank's fixed deposits against outstanding term loans which the real estate NBFC owed to the lender. Altico Capital has claimed that the transaction was not in good faith. 
In international news, US prosecutors have said that a criminal enterprise has been operating inside JP Morgan for nearly a decade. They were describing the bank's precious metals trading desk when three traders were charged with price rigging. The head of JP Morgan's global precious metals desk and two others ripped off market participants and clients as they illegally moved prices for gold, silver, platinum and palladium. That's according to the Justice Department, which invoked the Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, a law more commonly used against organized crime rings than major banks. Its use suggests that J.P. Morgan may face deeper legal problems going beyond the several individuals who have already been prosecuted. In international markets, U.S. equities ended lower with the Dow losing half a percent and the S&P 500 and Nasdaq dropping three-tenths of a percent. Two of the three early rises in Asia were trading flat and the Australian benchmark was trading with cuts of about three-tenths of a percent last I checked. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta, who's joining me now to tell you all about the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. The global queues are slightly weak at this point of time. The US markets were down, Asia is down, and the S6 Nifty is also trading with a slight negative bias. But some stocks that you need to watch out for, TCS and General Motors have launched a new partnership for global vehicle engineering. The transaction and handover are expected to be completed by the end of September, but TCS has not shared any financial details of this deal. DLF has sold a nine-acre plot of land to American Express for 288 crores. Kaveri Seeds Board will consider a share buyback on September 24th. Glenmark Pharma has received an orphan drug designation from the US FDA for bispecific antibody for treatment of multiple myeloma. This is according to Bloomberg. Biocrop Sciences has closed the Monsanto integration in India. Lemon Tree Hotels has signed a license agreement for an 80-room hotel in Durgapur. And the hotel is expected to be operational by January 2023. And KKR Group acquired 10% stake in CG Power and Industrial Solutions because of an invocation of pledge. Lots of brokerages out today. UBS has downgraded Infosys and Pedalite to a neutral based on valuation. UBS has raised Asian page's target to 1900 from 1750. The market share gains will drive growth. CLSA has raised Bharti Airtel's target to 415 from the earlier 319. They believe that the risk reward is favorable. And Credit Suisse has initiated on the cement sector with a cautious approach. Underperform on Ultratech with a target price of 3400. Neutral on ACC with a target price of 1500. And neutral on Ambuja with a target price of 195. The details of which will be in the copy that gets published on the website. But for more, log on to our website, bloomberquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Arshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website, bloombergquint.com, so do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.